Welcome to the New Life in Australia podcast, hosted by me, Karen Bleakley, founder of SmartStepsToAustralia.com. Moving to Australia with my family was a life-changing experience, but it wasn't without its challenges. That's why I'm passionate about making the relocation and resettlement process easier for you, so you can enjoy this exciting adventure. Join me and my special guests as we share professional secrets and tips, learn from people who've made the move, and discover businesses that can help you realise your dreams. Now is the best time to create the life you've always wanted. This podcast is here to show you what's possible and to inspire you every step of the way. Let's let's take a moment to acknowledge the Gubby Gubby people, the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which I live, work and play. I thank them for the privilege of being able to live in such an incredible part of the world and I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to episode two of the New Life in Australia podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bleakley, and today's episode is called Moving to Australia, the Decision-Making Process. I remember how challenging it was when we were trying to decide whether to make the move to Australia or not. It took us five long years and it was a really difficult decision. We kept swaying one way and the other. So if you're on the fence about whether to go for it, then this episode is for you. The aim of it really is to just give you some practical tips of things you can do to help you make that decision one way or the other. It's all about making that definite decision so that you can begin the rest of your life and stop feeling stuck in limbo. If you're stuck in that loop of trying to decide whether to move to Australia or not, just know that while you're going through this decision-making phase, you're actually making a decision not to move because you're not making any progress. You're not taking any action towards your move. So the aim here is that you figure out whether it is the right thing for you. And if it is, you get on with it. And if it's not, then you can get on with doing whatever else it is that you want to do, whether you want to move house, find a new career, move to a different country, whatever that might be. But you need to make a decision one way or the other, because not making a decision really does keep you stuck exactly where you are. Now, to give you a brief glimpse into my moving story, my husband and I went backpacking around the world back in 2008. Before we had kids, we went off, we hired motorhomes in Australia and New Zealand and drove around and we went island hopping to some beautiful beaches all around the world. We had the best time ever. And while we were traveling, we were pretty sure that we wanted to make the move to another country. So while we were traveling, we were looking around at different countries and trying to think, could we actually see ourselves living here? When we came to Australia, we knew right away it was somewhere that we could feel at home and we really liked it. We fell in love with it. We decided we were definitely going to make the move to Australia and start planning the process as soon as we got home back to England. But when we got back, we were actually expecting twins. So that kind of changed our outlook a little bit. It felt really difficult to think about taking two babies away from both sets of grandparents and their great grandparents and their cousins and all of these other people that we loved in our lives. So we ended up making the decision that we would stay in England and we kind of pushed our dreams to one side a little bit and just got on with life. We had our twins and then we had another baby a few years later, but we couldn't really shake it. We had this itch that we really wanted to scratch. We just couldn't let Australia go. Eventually, it got to a stage when we found out that Matt's work was going to be winding up. His team were going to be made redundant in a few years' time. And we knew that with that, a lot of people at his work with his skills would all be looking for work in the area. And that really gave us a push to decide where we wanted to be because neither of us really wanted to stay where we were. We were just kind of 
stuck in this kind of convenient location with our home that we'd bought before we went off traveling. Everything was quite easy, but it was just all getting a bit boring and we just wanted a new adventure. So we sat down and we made a list and we started thinking about what it was that we actually wanted from our lifestyle, where we actually wanted to settle down and where we wanted to raise our family. And we came up with a list of a few different options. Now, obviously, Australia was always in that list, but we were trying to think of different options as well that weren't necessarily quite as extreme as moving to the opposite side of the world. So we decided we could move to Lincolnshire. I'd grown up in Lincoln. I loved it around there. My mum and dad lived there, got family up there. Um, That was definitely an option for us. We debated about whether to move to Cornwall, somewhere that we really loved going on holidays. We loved the beach vibe there. We loved the scenery. We also considered moving to the Isle of Wight. That wasn't too far from where we were living. It was just across the water. Um, We felt like moving to an island might give us a bit more space, a bit more freedom. And we also considered moving to Canada as well, which was a bit of a random extra idea that we threw in there because we thought at least a flight to Canada isn't as far or as expensive as Australia. So it felt like a bit of an in-between option. So we considered Lincoln, Cornwall, Isle of Wight, Canada and Australia in our list. And we basically went away on holiday for a week and we just got our head down and decided that during that holiday, we would make a decision one way or another what we were going to do and we would just go for it. So we made a list, a short list of different options for us. And we basically went through a range of different decision making tactics at the time and eventually came to the decision that Australia was the right move for us. And I'm so glad that we did really focus our attention on making that decision and getting a move on because I know that when you wait too long, you can easily lose the opportunity. If you've got the opportunity to get a visa right now, if the if your skill is on the list, if you're of an age when you can get a visa, if you've got enough points to get the visa, there's so many things that can get in the way of you not being able to move if you wait later. So I really do urge you that if you're on the fence, you're kind of debating about this and can't quite decide that you really spend some time working this out right now because if you delay making this decision, you might find that you have missed the opportunity and that you're not able to move at all. And then that's really heartbreaking when that decision's been taken out of your hands. So here are five easy decision-making tactics that can help you move forward right now. Number one is declutter your things. Now, having too much stuff to me feels like such a weight around my neck. I find it really hard to see clearly when I've got lots of things. So when it came to making the decision about relocating, my mind went to what would we do with all of our stuff? We've got a loft packed to the rafters with boxes and junk. We've got sheds full of stuff. We've got bikes in everywhere and we've got things. We've just got boxes and boxes of stuff. And it really, I found it quite stressful. When you've got so much stuff, it really complicates your life. So actually spending a bit of time just going through all of that stuff and reducing the amount of junk that we'd got, taking stuff to the tip, giving stuff to charity shops, selling stuff, doing car boot sales. It really helped lighten the load and it helped making the decision a little bit easier because I wasn't so concerned about what we would do with all of our stuff. It made it all a lot less daunting. Number two is map out your goals. Now, where do you want to be living in a year from now? Where do, what do you want to be doing? In five years from now, what do you want to be doing? Where do you want to be? What do you want to be working in? What kind of home do you want to be in? 
write a list for how your life might look if you stay where you are. Write it down for where you'll be in five years, 10 years time and write down a list for where you might be if you're in Australia. What might you be doing? How might your life look? I think when you sort of start planning your goals and you're you're looking in the short term, but when you really look ahead into the long term, that really helps you evaluate things in a different kind of way. It puts things really into perspective because you realise that if you don't make a change now, you're not going to get that change in five or 10 or 20 years time. Where are you going to be when you're retiring? Where do you want to be living? What do you want to be doing? What kind of weather do you want to be experiencing? What kind of home do you want to be living in? So I think mapping out your goals, your short-term goals and your long-term goals, um, not just what you want to achieve, but also how you want your life to look, I think is really important. It really helps you keep things in perspective. Tip number three is find some space to help you make the decision. Now, I think it's really useful to just get away from all of life's distractions for a little while while you're really focusing on making this decision. For us, when we were deciding about moving to Australia, we actually went on holiday to Cornwall for a week. We went off for a week and we knew that during that week we would make the decision one way or another where we were going to go next so that we could start taking action on that. We'd been debating for five years up to this point and it got to a head. We just had to make a decision. So this week away just really took us out of our everyday lives and just gave to do more research and to work it out and to talk to each other about it and to work out what we really, really wanted out of life. Now, you don't have to go on holiday to give yourself some space like this. You can go for a walk in nature. You can sit on a park bench. You could go to a beach. You could just head outside somewhere. I think it really does help to give yourself some time outside and away from things, away from distractions. You just want to quiet your mind and sort of see where your your heart's leading you really because I think when you're making a big move like this you can do all the practical pros and cons lists and I, I do all of those but really I think deep down you know what you actually want to do whether you actually want to make the move or not I think it's really valuable to just sit quietly and feel your way through the decision making process what feels right to you And strangely enough, I think because we actually had a deadline on it and we told ourselves that we would have this decision by the end of the week, by the end of the week, that decision came and it became really clear that we wanted to move to Australia and that that was the right move for us. We didn't force the decision. It just appeared in front of us. But I think it really came down to giving ourselves the space and the time to do that research and to think about it and to talk about it and to really dream about it. Tip number four is to read something inspiring. Now, read blogs, read magazines, read books about Australia. Not only will it inspire you, but it really does remind you what the lifestyle is like in Australia. And it will really help fuel your excitement about making the move and about whether that's something that you want in your future. I know I used to binge watch Wanted Down Under. I used to read Australia and New Zealand magazine and read all the blogs. And and I used to buy all of these books about relocating abroad and all of this stuff. And I found it really inspiring and, and it really did help to direct my focus about whether that was what I wanted from my life. Tip number five is get your finances in order. Moving to Australia, unfortunately, is an expensive experience. You've got the visa, you've got shipping, you've got insurance, you've got relocation costs, 
and you also might need to live for a little while before you get a job. So there's all kinds of expenses involved in making the move to Australia. So part of the decision-making process should be, are your finances in order to allow you to do that? So it's a good idea to sit down and work out what you've got, what are your assets, how much is your home worth if you own a home? Do you have any cars that you would sell? Do you have a caravan? Do you have any rental properties or anything like that? So sit down and bring your whole financial story together so that you can see exactly where you are right now. And that'll help you work out whether the move is also financially viable. Because yes, it is partly about whether you want to make the move, but it's also about whether you can financially afford to make the move. So that's my five tips to help you making the decision about whether you want to move to Australia. Number one, it's declutter. Number two is map out your goals and your dreams. Number three is find some space to make that decision. Number four is read something inspiring. Number five is get your finances in order. But there's also another point to all of this as well is that you need to be looking into whether the visa is even available for you. So I hope you enjoyed this list of my five easy decision-making tactics. It really can be a difficult decision to move to Australia, but it doesn't necessarily need to be as difficult as you're making it. I made it really hard. I dragged it out for a very, very long time. And we actually almost lost the opportunity of being able to move because we waited so long. Because by the time we actually decided we wanted to make the move after we got back from that holiday in Cornwall, we decided to go full steam ahead and, and look into it. Then we found out Matt's job had just been removed from the skills list. So that was a real challenge it really turned things around. And by that point, we decided we really wanted to go all in and do this. So to find out that there was a chance we might not be able to was really heartbreaking. Luckily, we were able to overcome that. We were able to find another occupation where his skills and his experience and his qualifications all kind of straddled that other occupation. So we were super, super lucky. But we could really easily have missed out on being able to make the move to Australia because we dawdled and we waited too long. So if you've got a visa available for you right now, I really urge you to sit down go through these decision-making tactics, sit down, get a pen and paper, have a good think and make that decision for once and for all so that you know that you're making the right decision and you can start living your future right now. Make the decision, get on with it and get moving because as I said at the beginning, making no decision is actually making a decision to stay where you are and I don't think you want to do that. If you're feeling pulled to do something, to move somewhere, to to do something more with your life, then I think you need to honour that and go for it. Now, whether Australia is the right decision for you, only you know that. But I feel like if you're feeling pulled to do something, then you need to do something different, whether that's move to a different place or try a new career or find a new challenge in your life or something. There's something else that's calling for you out there and you should sit down and try and figure out what that is. It's so funny because after debating about moving for five really long, agonising years and always having it at the back of our head whether we should move to Australia, when we finally made the decision, it was such a relief. It was so nice to not have that hanging over us anymore. We knew what we were going to do and we were just going to go for it. So I really urge you to go ahead and spend some time thinking about that. But if you have already made the decision to move to Australia, and there's a good chance that you have if you're listening to this podcast, then I'm really excited to get into more episodes to give you some inspiration and tips to help you make the move. 
So if you enjoyed this episode, please tune into my future episodes. I've got lots planned coming up and I think you're going to love it. So please do take a moment to subscribe and leave a positive review. Thanks for tuning in and let's start building your new life in Australia one episode at a time.